It is the morning news feed post game here on WMAY. And always one of my favorite parts of the week is on Thursdays where we get a chance to talk with this gentleman. It's the managing editor of Fandango.com, Eric Davis. And Eric, I go on vacation for a week. And the next thing I know, the entire Spider-Man universe is just shook to its core with one little stinger scene in Venom. Yes, uh, <laughs> it, it was. You know, and I think this was something that we had expected uh, uh, for a while. You know, it, I had people kind of telling me uh, months before <clears throat> Venom, Let, Let There Be Carnage came out, because um, it kept moving dates. And a lot of people kept saying to me, you know, it's going to go to 2022 or it's going to get pushed at, past Spider-Man No Way Home. And and what I was hearing was like, actually, no, this movie has to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. And so now we understand why it had to come out <laughs> before No Way Home. So there is a bit of a stinger in there. And don't want to spoil too right. much of it if, if, if somebody, you know, the, the film's only in its second week in a release. But right. uh, it, it's a stinger that does allude to this multiverse that, you know, Marvel has been building, uh, you know, all over the place in, in different pockets of, of its universe. DC is also building, too. And so, you know, will we see Tom Hardy's Venom in No Way Home? I, I think that's the big question, hmm. uh, whether or not he'll show up in there or if the tease that we see in at the end of Venom 2 um, alludes to uh, a future uh, sort of crossover situation so we'll, we'll have to see ultimately how it how it plays out and you know i think there's a lot of questions too about after this spider-man movie and tom holland and sort of you know how disney and and sony sort of share that character right. in these mcu movies but then you know uh ultimately sony has the film rights to spider-man so yeah. is there ever going to be a point where sony takes spider-man back um out of the mcu and uses him in, you know, in Venom, in Craven the Hunter, and all these other films that they have coming out, Morbius. Mm -hmm. So we have to see exactly how that's going to play out. But I think it's going to be a very interesting time uh, for for Spider Man specifically yeah. uh, as we uh, as we get into uh, No Way Home. Venom dominated the box office last weekend, I think even outperforming what most people thought. There are a couple other movies we didn't get to that did come out last week that I just want to touch upon before we move forward. Uh, there was the prequel for The Sopranos, Many Saints of Newark, and you had yes. an interesting perspective on that particular movie. I really liked what you had to say about it. Yeah, I, you know, look, I'm a fan of this film. I, I'm a big fan of The Sopranos. Uh, you know, I, I love that series. Uh, as someone who grew up right across the the, the, the river from New Jersey, uh, you know, it's it's very. I, I I know people in this. You know, I know people like that that right. are in this show. And so um, when I watched the movie, it just felt like it was a movie that that wanted to be a limited TV series. Hmm. And I just felt like there was a missed opportunity. Uh, even though I enjoyed the movie and I, I really liked the ensemble cast, everybody did a great job. Um, but there was so much packed into that movie that it, you know there were there were storylines that I wanted to sort of breathe a little bit more. And, okay. and my my philosophy was like, you know, if this was a limited series, it would have been the most anticipated limited series, you know, event series <laughs> of the fall season. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just like a movie that you know is okay and it underperformed its box office. And what does that ultimately do to the Sopranos kind of quote unquote brand moving forward? Hmm. We don't know. Uh, Warner Media has signed a deal with with the creator David Chase, 
Uh, David Chase has said he wants to do more movies. I keep pleading to him to not do more movies. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, you know, this is one of the biggest TV shows of all time. Why are you then saying, you know what makes sense? Let's go make six movies. No, go make another TV show. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? uh, so I, I, you know, it, I, sometimes it's hard for me to wrap my, my head around s some decisions. But that being said, it's still uh, a solid movie. And um, I thought Michael Gandolfini, uh, James Gandolfini's son, did, did a really good job um, in a role that I imagine was, uh, was a lot yeah. for him to, uh, to play. One of the other movies came out last week, the family movie, Adam's Family 2, the, the animated version. A great voice cast in that one. What, what, what are your thoughts on that particular one? Yeah, you know, I think it's a great voice cast. It's a, it's a cute movie, um, and, it, and it did well, actually. This is a movie that debuted both at home, mm. uh, not on a streaming service. This was like on Voodoo and, you know, your a la carte buying rental okay. uh, services, and then it was in theaters. Uh, it did about $18 million in theaters. Uh, but it did really well at home. Hmm. One of uh, one of our top titles of the week on Voodoo, uh, and so you know, I think we're starting to see uh, kind of, especially with the family entertainment, you know, a little bit of a mix and match. Some films only in theaters, like there's an animated film called Ron's Gone Wrong coming out only in theaters. Uh, some of them will be day and date at home and in theaters. I think the good news is though that we're starting to see sort of more family fare. Uh, at the movies, uh, Hollywood kind of, I think, pulled back. We saw a bunch of uh, some some of the family movies move out of the summer, and we haven't had a lot of those films. You know, a lot of those films for your little kids. Um, and so now we have Adam's Family Two is good. Uh, there's Ron's Gone Wrong that comes out in a couple of weeks, and then Disney will have Encanto that comes mm. out in November. So it's great that we're having these sort of big animated films that are coming back to theaters. Um, so this way, families can go enjoy. One family feature, we're talking with Eric Davis, manager at EricFandango.com. One, one family feature that will be only online, Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you had a chance to see it yet, but everything I've seen leading up to it, I'm a huge fan of the Muppets. Muppets Haunted Mansion debuts this Friday on Disney+, Plus, and it looks like a nod back to one of those crazy Muppet movies where just cameos come in left and right, and you just get the real good humor of the Muppets. Yeah, we, you know, it's real, and it's, it's nice, too, because... Uh, you know, Disney now has sort of full control of the Muppets. And so um, this haunted mansion uh, harkens back to, you know, it's inspired by, you know, all four of the uh, haunted mansion, you know, attractions yeah. across across the world. And so, you know, if you're if you're a fan of the haunted mansion from Disney World or Disneyland, um, you know, you're going to see a lot of nods to that actual attraction in the film as well. Um, and I think Disney's doing other stuff with Haunted Mansion. I know they've already done a film. I think they're doing another film. Yeah, Tiffany so Haddish. Haunted, yeah. Yeah, so Haunted Mansion is, is definitely sort of sticking around for a while. You know, we just had Jungle Cruise. You know, they're not going <laughs> to stop until they, they create something Everything. out of every single ride. <laughs> right. Um, but those, these are their, their, their hallmarks, you know, your Jungle Cruise, your Haunted Mansion, your Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so I'm curious to see what, you know, what, what like Splash Mountain, I don't know what that would, <laughs> yeah, what that, what that would be. Or yeah. with the roller coaster in the dark. I feel yeah. like they need to do one of those. Space right? Mountain, be, Space right? Mountain be, the movie. That'd be a good one. 
That'd be a cool sci-fi movie, right? Yeah, um, I, I'd be down with that as a Disney fan. I, I would love that. Hell, I'd even watch People Mover the movie, to be quite honest with you. That's how big of a Disney fan I am. Talking with- they, should, they should do Space Mountain in the complete dark, and then everybody needs to wear night, night right, goggles vision. So they watch it. <laughs> I love You know what? Let's patent that right now and at least get a cut of that if they do that. I think we deserve at least that. It's uh, Eric Davis, manager editor of Fandango.com. Before we get to the new James Bond movie out this week, I do want to give you a little time to talk about a movie you've been tweeting about starring former VJ Simon Rex. Uh, tell, yeah. us a, tell us a little bit about this particular film. Yeah, Red Rocket. Uh, this is directed by a guy named Sean Baker. If you saw a film called uh, Tangerine or uh, my favorite of his films, it's called The Florida Project. Mm. Um, this is a guy that kind of embeds himself in um, in neighborhoods and communities and towns that we don't necessarily see on screen that much. Um, and so Red Rocket uh, is is about this guy. He's a former porn star who kind of um, falls on hard times, has to go back to um, his estranged wife in Texas, in this small town in Texas, and kind of rebuild his his you know his former glory uh, in in some way. Uh, and so it's kind of about him bumbling around this small town, uh, trying to make moves, uh, kind of falling for the girl that works in the donut shop, trying to keep his marriage alive or maybe alive or or at least keep it going long enough, you know, for him to have a place to crash. And so it's just one of those kinds of movies that, you know, everybody in it, you know, may not, you know, they, they may not be the, the greatest people. Some of them are in, irredeemable characters, but, you know, it's the kind of film where, and Sean Baker creates these environments that you just don't see on screen mm. and they just feel so raw and authentic and, uh, and 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 just it's really great. So I, I really enjoyed that film. Like I said, if you saw a film called The Florida Project, that was his last one. Uh, you have a sense of the kind of filmmaker that he is. Uh, so that movie comes out, I want to say, in November. OK. Uh, called Red Rocket. Very cool. And of course, Daniel Craig's last turn as James Bond. It's finally coming out. No time to die. For Bond fans, is this going to be a fitting send-off for Daniel Craig? I think it's the perfect send-off for Daniel Craig, in my opinion. I I really enjoyed this film from start to finish. Uh, It's 84% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm. certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Currently uh, pacing ahead of uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and and every other Bond film in pre-sales at Fandango. Mm. And so, um, you know, we're, we're starting to see, you know, Venom, may start kind of a bit of a wave of audiences returning, you know, big time to the movies, yeah. which I think is great uh, because we're starting to see now pre-pandemic, you know, er, you know, level box office takes. And I think, you know, Venom is going to go into No Time to Die, which is going to go into Dune, which is going to go into Eternals and, you know, and, and, and then on and then on. And so um, it's an exciting time if you're if you're a fan of going to the movies. There's a lot to see. Uh, this James Bond movie, in my opinion, is is pretty pretty great. It gives you all of the classic. It's like a greatest hits James Bond film, but then it also does a couple of things that we've never seen huh. a James Bond movie do before. Uh, so that's why I think it's the perfect finale because it's both you know playing the hits, but then it's also ooh we have never seen that before, and that's really interesting. And so I think when a film can do that, um, I, I, I think it's a success. Eric Davis, Mandrator, Fandango.com. Appreciate you taking the time before we let you go. What else you guys got going on at uh, Voodoo and Fandango? Well, we have a crazy, like, Halloween sale at Voodoo. So I would say go over there if you want to, you know, rent and and hang out with some Halloween movies. Also, DC, 
This weekend's New York Comic Con. Next weekend is DC Fandom. We have a huge DC sale going on at Voodoo as well. Uh, and then on the Fandango front, uh, tickets for Dune just went on sale. Oh, okay. uh, and tickets for another big movie may or may not be going on sale on uh, Monday. Inter uh, interesting. And I, or, and I may or may not have an interview with the director of that movie. So I'm just mm. going to say a little tease. Uh, just, just pay attention Monday morning uh, to uh, my Twitter feed, at Eric with a K Davis, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I will do just that, my friend. Appreciate the time as always, and you have yourself a fantastic weekend. You too, man. All right. That is Eric Davis, manager of Fandango.com, giving us a little nugget of uh, what to look forward to on Monday. Hmm. I wonder what movie that could be that's going on sale. Well, we'll have to just take the time to deduce that and, and follow that on Monday morning. Appreciate the time. Eric Davis, managing editor of Fandango.com.